0: Of course, I kicked the camera just as we're coming on to say, welcome back everybody to another episode of Big Apple Hockey. It is great to have you guys. Hopefully, uh, not as many Saturday shows. We're trying to find a new time slot soon. I am your host, Mark Williams. And John Fulkowski is coming on in just one minute. But I am joined finally by Mr. Anthony LaRocco.
1: Yes, yes. It's good to be back. A lot to talk about. Um, and for those wondering about the crown, well, men's league team is named Royal Puckups, and I netted four goals last night, so um, <laughs> I earned it uh, last night, but yeah, that's,
0: what that's All right, about. so first things first, Anthony, let's take us
1: through all four goals. Um, first goal, uh, I kind of found the soft spot in the slot, um, and my buddy uh, was in the corner, uh, just passed it to me, and I one-timer um, in. Uh, second goal turnover at the blue line. Uh, I crossed into the zone. Um, I kind of went, went around one of my teammates, used him as a screen, um, and shot across my body to the left side, and beat the goalie. Um, third goal was more of an individual effort. I I stole the puck at the red line. Um, I went around two guys and then, uh, I kind of beat the last defenseman by lowering my shoulder and then cut cut hard to the net um and i put it and i put it five hole um and then the last goal was a uh, empty net goal um again i got the puck inside our blue line and uh, i just sent it down and it and it hit so
0: nice all right oh yeah. where's the
1: game by the way dick's hills oh, okay the new rank or the old rank the uh, old rank
0: do you like that one better than the new one
1: <sighs> you know what sometimes i do um I like the lighting and everything better in the new rink, but sometimes the ice on the new rink is just garbage. Like they, they, um, you know, a lot of times, like they, ha- they'll have those like teeny bopper like open skate nights, and the ice is just total garbage after that because they just basically flood it and that they-, they leave so many divots in the ice, and it's really dangerous to skate on. Um, you yeah, know, they don't. Apparently, they don't use the old the old rink anymore for those skates. so That's why sometimes I prefer playing on the old rink. <laughs> thanks gentlemen <laughs> yeah
0: i mean you know what it's it's one of those things that sometimes i don't know exactly how that ends up um like because the old rink uh, i got a lot of good games i had on the old rank, but those high boards can be both a blessing and a curse yeah, yeah. yes so let's just return john to his usual spots and <laughs> Phil, you ready? Sorry, guys. I'm just. Oh, don't worry about messing
2: it. messing around with this
0: thing today. Oh, it's all good. Because as soon as you're ready, I'm going to get your close up. I'm ready for my close
1: up. Yeah. I, Anthony,
0: are you taking the crown off?
1: What? Yeah. Taking the crown off? <clears throat> <clears throat> He's frozen right now. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, um, yeah, because I was talking about, I think my last four goal my four, last four goal game was like five, six, eight years ago. John is no longer frozen. That also matters.
2: Yeah, th- th- this is another thing I've been dealing with with this thing. It's <clears throat> just it, it freezes quite a bit, unlike the laptop. So the connection right, well, for some reason.
0: As long as we could always, as long as we can always hear you. There is the host of the final buzzer with John Fulkowski, Mr. John Folkowski.
2: So new platform, new way to uh talk. So sorry if I uh come off a little uh, a little distorted, I guess, if you will.
0: No, nah, it's all right, Phil, because this is uh we got a lot we're gonna be talking about, and it's just good to hear you because we have uh, we're going to be doing a trade deadline special on Monday, going to be signing on probably about one o'clock and it's breaking down some of the trades that have already happened, as well as trying to go all the way to 3.30. Um, I keep saying like maybe four o'clock, but I mean, Mondays are a difficult day for me. So that's where the hard part is. But uh, I guess I said before, whenever John can, you always check him out uh, after a Ranger game with the final buzzer. Speaking of the Rangers and the Islanders, they've been on St. Patrick's Day. Those poor security guards, guys. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day and a Ranger Islander game. There, was, there must have been 10,000 fights. But the Rangers, right now, sitting 38, 18, and 5, and their counterparts sitting in sixth place. They're 19 points out of playoff spot with four games in hand. Um, Chris Kreider, 40th goal of the season. But the big story of that game. We're the goaltenders. they just, what a game between the two of them. Ilya Sorokin beating his good buddy. And I have this clip ready to go for us. Uh, just seeing if uh, they're just, that's an amazing save. That is a ridiculously amazing save. So guys, Anthony, I'll start with you. Since it, you you texted it to me right away. What are your thoughts on the, on the Sorokin sticks, Dave?
1: Um, I mean, it was like many of us said, it was just one of those saves where it's like, you know, did that really just happen? You could watch the replay. And because when you first see it live, you're like, how did that not go in? You think, Oh, maybe it hit the post or whatnot. Cause you wouldn't compute that he would have saved that. Um, you know, when that play developed, I'm like, Oh, well, one, nothing Rangers. It is what it is. And then, you know, he got his stick on it. Um, and for me, it was the most impressive thing about it was that, um, you know, as you saw, he was off balance, like his knee bent behind him, which by the way, had a heart attack, it's a good way to blow out a knee. Um, so despite it kind of being off balance, he still had the presence of mind to track the puck with his eyes and be able to extend his stick in the way he did. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was an incredible save, you know, made <laughs> number one ESPN top 10 plays for that night. Uh, and, uh, you know, that but that save was just the epitome of Sorokin's game that night. He's he's the reason why the Islanders ended up winning that game. Um, you know, he answered the bell numerous times to cry to break away his stop in Um, You know, I'm sure he was juiced up to play his good buddy. Um, they talked about in the pregame show. Um, they're good friends. I'm sure they, you know, they like they want to best each other friendly rivalry, li- friendly, uh, friendly rivalry. Um but, yeah, I mean, that save was sensational. Is really it's all you could say about it. Just, you know, just stick taps to Sorokin on that. Filk? What can you do?
2: Yeah. What <laughs> that, can you do?
0: it up. I mean, as, as he watched it also, he's down, he's got the stick out. Usually the desperation thing goalies do, he actually readjusts to bat it out. So that, that's – that's ridiculous.
2: There's just, what can you do? It literally just sums it up. What can you do?
0: <laughs> well, how about the, the goaltending matchup that we're going to be seeing probably for the next decade?
2: Uh, I mean, this is what it's going to be. I mean, we're in for a treat. But, yeah, I, I want to see how a game looks without shitty officiating.
0: Well, more on that. Right now, yeah, because I want to, to talk about how them. great that game was, and then it has to end. And I got that video for you right here on that because it's. Oh, here's John Weidel trying to get out but He stopped. for Lindgren. Lindgren hit by Wallstrom and Sazakis. Plays it out. Gets it back from
2: Matt going without a stick. So Sazekas moves in. Lost control. Takes a hit. lines it around the boards. Heel chips it out. 2.50 to go. In the third period, tied 1-1. Pull up. by Lindgren. Pull again.
0: They score! With a run- and I have a slow motion version of that as well. Phil, I know you're chomping at the pit for it, so we are just going to watch you go off.
2: Just completely inexcusable. I, I don't understand how these guys have jobs. and just don't. I don't know how you missed that elbow. I don't know how you missed the cross checks on Zibanejad and Strom. I don't know how you call Alexi Lafreniere for a slash on a stick check. I, I, bullshit. Absolute bullshit. All night. Uh, I, I just And it's been going on for a while. I don't get how a team that plays it the way that the Rangers do and then the way that the games are called today these days, the Rangers are generating that little amount of penalties in a game, and then you have crap like this. Like, if, You know what? Honestly, if you're going to put the whistles in the pocket, put the whistles in the pocket. But don't, don't be calling shit one-sided in a game like that. It's awful. They say that they don't want to... They don't want to, you know, influence the outcome of a game. That you're all you're doing by doing what you did on Thursday night is doing that exactly. And yeah, sure, you could say Sorokin was great. He was, he was great. I mean, the Rangers could have scored on some chances, yeah. But I mean, like, how is it that a team like the Islanders that gets penalized as much as they do on a regular basis gets away with all that type of shit in one game against? I mean, I know Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, they've got Uncle Gary in their back pocket, so you don't have to worry about that. And, I mean, God forbid you criticize them. You're you're fine for that. But I, I just I don't understand this shit anymore. I really don't, and it's annoying. And, honestly, if the Islanders go to overtime in that game, the Islanders are not a great overtime team, and they're dog shit in shootouts. What are they, three for 28 this year in shootouts? Three
0: for 28? I heard this stat the other day. They're, they scored six. Shootout goals total in entire season, or was it?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're 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 not a good shootout team this year. They, whatever it is, I I I, I don't know. Which is shocking because yeah.
0: they've been a good shootout team for the last.
1: Yeah, they have, they have, but this year they're just at par for the course, like everything else, right?
0: Uh, yeah, it's whatever just- can go
1: wrong went wrong for them,
0: but it's just I I saw that, and I watched the the the. The blood dripping off of Lingren's head. How
2: do you miss that? How do you miss I don't that? Know.
0: I don't know. It's that's you're that's right okay. there
2: looking at it. Pick your head out of your ass and watch the fucking play. Basically. Simple. Yeah. Simple. Stop pulling tic tac bullshit, and call the blatant shit. It's not hard. But he had the puck. He had the puck,
0: and again, like we were talking about it before we got on. Like, look at where Wallstrom's elbow is. That extends out. There are frames where it goes even further. Yeah, stuff like that happens all the time. But you know what? That's that. That's that. No, no. They, they, it should have been it should have been called. It's not why they lost. Mika Zibanejad leaving Kyle Palmieri all alone in front. That's that's bad. But you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it, it ruins it ruins a great call. Should be that- talking about the goaltending matchup. But Anthony, your thought on that?
1: I mean, I, the referees, um, it's really the story kind of like every single game or or year for that matter. Um, There's just inconsistencies, uh, missed calls, penalties, that shouldn't be penalties. Um, You know, uh, these guys have a kind of like a thankless job. You know, I I would not want to be a referee um, you know, it's high pressure. You know, they're they're under a lot of pressure, let's face it. You know, they, they the games move so fast. They miss things. They Like I said, they call things that aren't really there. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it, every team and, you know, we're, whatever team you're a fan of uh, or whatever teams are playing, I feel like, um, you know, every night there's a call that kind of screwed a team. And it's just – it's unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. I, you know, I, I can't even do the ref. this. These refs need to be better. Not on this,
0: way. All right, well, um, Phil, uh, you're having some technical difficulties, right?
2: Yeah, uh, this connection is going to keep going. I could try to do it on my phone, but I don't even – I don't know how much better I'm going to fare.
0: All right, well, uh, try to loot it up in your phone. I'll get the the code for you in a second. And also, we're going to move on to talk some of the trades that just happened this weekend. Guys, what do you think? And did was the referees out? Uh, finish the outcome of the game? How about that Sorokin stick save? How about Igor Sesturkin? We never even mentioned him. He was great in this game. And, I mean, the goals that beat him, they earned it. And they were not flukes. So, good game on St. Patrick's Day. Throw it all down in the comments below. Don't forget to get, leave us a like, share, and subscribe. So, Check it. All right. So, if you can, try to just go on your phone and – the, I, I did. I'm
2: saying check it.
0: Oh, check it. Got it.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Check, check, check it. Check, check, check it.
2: Jesus Christ. This sucks. <laughs> it's
0: in the chat. All right. Banner. And there he goes. All right. And and just like that, I was all alone. <laughs> by the way, everybody, don't... Oh, good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by, by the way, everybody... Uh... Check out the trade deadline special. Uh, It's going to be at the trade deadlines at three o'clock. Price trade it from one to four to make it a little bit uh, easier. And we got John back joining us again. And you look crystal clear and even more colorful. So guys, a lot of news that happened this week. Uh, There
2: were
0: were a lot of um, tectonic plates that shifted. Tomas hurdle signing an eight year extension Guys, do we have the
2: numbers on that yet? What? does anybody? I don't uh, Thomas Hurdle. Eight, it's
1: 8 yeah.
2: years by 81265, I think. All right, so that's a pretty good deal for Tomas Hurdle. Uh then you have
0: Frank Matrano acquired from the Panthers. The Panthers turn around and get Ben Sherratt from the Canadians. Cali Yarmchuk. Oh, this is just a move that I look at and go, damn. Uh, The flames are going to be real good. The move we're going to be talking about a lot of us is Tampa Bay getting Brandon Hagel from the Blackhawks. This one, I actually had the, uh, for two players and two first rounders, Brandon Hagel's worth four players. Wow. I mean, I know he's signed, but wow. Uh, Claude Giroux, not accompanying the flyers on this road trip. And Robin Leonard could miss the rest of the season. Good news for your team. If you have a potential goalie situation, you might want to trade Islanders. All right. So, <laughs> Anthony, we'll start with you. What moves could you see coming next?
1: Well, I think the most obvious one is Claude Giroux to either the Panthers or the Avalanche. Those are the two teams that are said to be in the final running for him. Um, you know, I Owen Tippett's being held out um, for the Panthers affiliate. Uh, so, you know, I I would, I think that the Panthers probably have the leg up. I had heard that he actually prefers Florida over Colorado. Um, so that's a move I could see happening, you know, by, you know, later today or tomorrow, I'd be surprised if it, if it goes out to Monday. Um, but yeah, I I think Giroux to the Panthers is probably going to happen, um, sometime soon. Um, and just as Claude Giroux and the Florida Panthers, just scary. I mean, they're a scary team as it is. You add Giroux to that mix. Um, You know, to me, I know the Hurricanes are, you know, one of the better teams in the East, but I, I think the Panthers adding Giroux kind of propels them to the, the top. Um, I know they had the injury with Eckblad. I actually heard today that um, they said it's actually not as bad as first feared, but he's still going to be out for a little bit. Um, But, yeah, Giroux. I think the Florida is one of the moves I see coming next, um, and I I don't know which team it will be, but um, I think Hampus Lindholm's on his way out. You know, he's been held out, uh, and he's the big get of the of the trade deadline season for defenseman. He's he's a really yeah. good defenseman. Can move the puck, good in his own end. Um, I he's been linked to St. Louis. He's been linked to Boston. Um, you know, I know LA was in the mix for and I, I wonder if they can't get him if they if they turn their eyes to Lindholm. But then again, the Kings, Ducks, you know, a little bit of rivalry there. SoCal teams. I don't know if they'll they'll trade with each other, but um, those are the three teams I can maybe see Lindholm going to.
0: Phil, what do you see in your crystal ball?
2: Um, I don't see Patrick Kane, and I don't see Alex DeBrinket. I think. Brian Lawton has blown smoke out his ass there, even though I like Brian Lawton. Um, I don't think either of that is happening. I, I think Hampas Lindholm's definitely gone. Um, there might be a player that ends up unexpectedly being moved. Um, I wonder where he goes. I, I think the Rangers should be in on him, depending on what the price is. A first-rounder just seems too much for my liking. That's a, if that's what they're really bet, uh, hell-bent on, then no thanks. Um
1: who is the player, you said?
2: Artary Lekkonen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I I don't know why, but I, I have this feeling that the Rangers are not going to be in on Lindholm, but they're going to be in on Jacob Chicker. And the reason I say that is just because of the fact that... Um the vibe that I get is that they don't want to give up top prospects for rentals. And if they can go get Phil Kessel, fine. They could go get Alex Radilov, fine. They'll come cheap. Price tags won't be high on them. But um, for some strange reason I've got and this is just me, I could be totally wrong, but it's just a gut feeling. I think that they're in on Shekrin. I think they want to upgrade that defense. I think he fits into the contract structure and um, especially if you can get Arizona retain like a little bit of money on that. Uh, Cause they remember they might have trouble hitting the cap floor next season. They might always make deals like, you know, Shea Weber could help that, but um, you know, if they retain on Jacob Chikrin for, you know, the next two years after this one, I mean, even a little bit that that could definitely help them. That might up the price, but Chikrin would be a long-term investment for the Rangers and would help solidify the top six going for a while. So
0: I I don't foresee like any huge moves by the Rangers. They've they've been trying to keep everything cost effective and not take on players with with a lot of term. Jacob Chikrin kind of fits that category. And I've often I often keep going back to this, and you guys have heard me say this at nauseum, but what are you getting this player for? Adam Fox is the top power play guy. He's the top defenseman. If you're telling me you're just getting Jacob Checker for five on five play and power play two, which plays 20 fucking seconds, then no. That's just dumb. And I got into this argument with guys uh, that, that I know uh Great, good friends of mine, but it was it, it's. Oh, they should go get JT Miller. They really need another top six forward. Why? Why? Well, here's the thing. I've I've, I've said this before because the Rangers have a pending free agent coming on soon.
2: Here, here's why: one, they're bottom five in the league in five on five offense. Two, they can't sustain offensive zone time in their own in, in the offensive zone. They have trouble generating scoring chances. They're one of the worst teams in the league at five on five and even strength offense. How the hell do you think that we do not need another top six forward?
0: Because I I look at it also and think power play. You, you're just going to end up wasting whatever they get. The Rangers go out and get Philip Forsberg. They're doing nothing with him. They're just sticking him five on five.
2: Somehow Ryan Strom will get more ice time. Ryan Strom will get taken off that power play if they get Philip Forsberg. Mm-hmm. You best believe that. They need another right-handed shot for that power play.
1: I'll leave I, I, at.
0: I mean, I love Philip Forsberg and all the ideas that, but it's just, no. Um, it, It's, I.
2: <sighs> and no need for Chickren. How is there no need for chicken? This team's offense, this team's defense, I should say, is just awful. They they're one of the worst teams in the league at bleeding out five our uh, high danger scoring chances against. Jacob Chikrin is not only going to help offensively because you're not bringing in Jacob Chikrin to do what he did last year. What he did last year is an outlier. It's more than likely not being it's not being replicated again. He was shooting at 18%. What species at 18%? No one. It's not happening again. So if you're right. asking for that, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're starting off in the wrong foot to begin with. What you're doing is you're bringing in a guy that can play reliable top four minutes, eat them on the left-hand side, and then if you want to put him on a power play, you can. You don't need him to be Adam Fox. You don't need him to score 70 points in a season. And more than likely, if he's not doing that, he's not going to command eight to $9 million a year as a defenseman anymore.
0: I think a lot of the news still has to go with Capococco and what is going on with him they still don't know what's going on if you're not using him
2: bring us the cup no. no but does anyone else bring us the cup right now i think that's a very disingenuous question to ask
0: well i think it's just a question anthony chickering to the rangers would that make any sense to you or would that move the needle
1: um i mean yeah it would um i just I just don't think that um, he's the most pressing need for the Rangers. I actually read uh, uh, Arthur Staples. I saw he wrote a piece in the Athletic. I don't know if it was yesterday, or t- yesterday or today, but it was on my Twitter feed today, so I read it. It was just, you know, Rangers deadline primer. What are we hearing? Um, you know, he didn't he didn't mention Jacob Tricker, and you know, he mentioned Mark Giordano. Um, he mentioned Lynn Holm, but said it's probably a long shot. Um, Nothing. I mean, I, I don't. It didn't seem like Chickering is on is on the Rangers' radar. Um, I, you know, so I, I think the Rangers, if they make a move, uh, I could see them. He did mention Andrew Cop, um, but you know, kind of yeah. unsure if Winnipeg would definitely would move him for sure. Uh, but it didn't seem like the, it's just not a move. I don't. I don't think the Rangers are at the top of the list for Chickering. Again, I, I think the Kings are heavily pursuing him. Um, Boston is pursuing him. Uh, so I, I don't think he'll end up in New York. I, yes, I think he would fit. Um, I just don't think he's going to end up there. Ultimately. And a lot of people have been saying the Kings for a while, and the Kings got the need
0: uh, for him, and I think yes. they got the prospects to give up. Yes, and
2: Phil could get right back in there. I uh, you kind of broke up on me when you were. You oh, were the Kings speaking.
0: have the the Kings have a need for Chikrin, and they have the prospects to
2: fill it. Sure, but they need forwards more than they do defense. They need defense, yeah, but their forward prospects going forward are not. Uh, it's not a great group anymore. Or actually, their defensive prospects, I should say, is not a great group. I'm sorry, but I mean, I get it. Chickering would help there. He, if they would, if they would get him, I mean, yeah, going forward they would look nice. But what are they giving up to get him? Are they giving up Alex Turcott? Or are, are they giving up Rasmus Kapari? What what are they what are they doing there? So I mean, sure, if they want to kind of push forward their rebuild and kind of like half-ass it, I guess. Sure. Boston makes a lot of sense, but what do they have to get him? Yeah. Uh, Jack Panica, John Beecher, what else? What else there? Because a lot of their guy a lot of their young guys at the NHL level already really aren't all that impressive so far.
1: I'm sure Jake DeBrusk might be in that deal, being that he had X to be traded a while ago. Um, yeah, but Jake DeBrusk, probably...
2: and he and he's not playing anywhere near, close to near his cap hit. He was pretty much waived. Uh, I mean, what 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 value does Jake DeBrusk have to a team at this point?
1: Well, for a team like Arizona, who who not really doesn't really have any aspirations to win soon, uh, it's a body that can.
2: <laughs> but we're talking about Arizona, not Boston. I mean, oh, so, yeah. All right. <laughs> We're not talking um, about uh, so that that doesn't even help, and I, I keep seeing bottom six help us what the team needs. Yes, but w- when you can't score goals, bottom six isn't going to help you at five on five offense. If you get top six acquisitions, you can move the ones that aren't doing the job right now down into the bottom six where they probably would succeed. Huh? <clears throat> riding Hunt. Sorry. Oh God! Oh my God!
0: I I have had it with Dryden Hunt. I I, I can't say that enough. And it. Uh, what's the state? What's the latest
2: of Vitaly Kratsov? I mean, they're just. It depends on what happens with Tractor in the playoffs. I mean, he can come back over. That yeah, that's but what's not. A- uh,
0: but what's what's the status of Tractor in the playoffs right now?
2: Uh, I mean, I would have to take a look into that. I haven't really been following Tractor a whole lot. I'm not going right,
0: to lie. I, we were talking last week that they may win that first-round playoff series. But uh, there's. If we were talking about this yesterday, guys. I got to bring this back up. Brendan Hagel going for two first-rounders, um, Radish, and I'm not even going to bother, hook uh, or whatever. Is. Yeah. Brendan, Brendan Hagel is worth four players. I understand he signed for, I think, two more years. Yeah, 1.5. At 1.5 million. This is when I talk about what is this player going to bring? He's not getting any power play time. He's, I guess he might be. They were talking about him, comparing him uh, to Blake Coleman and Barkley well, Goudreau. Well, look, like what, what is Brady Angle going to bring?
1: Why is he what he going to bring? I think first, first, first and foremost, overpayment. Let's, let's, let's get that out of the way. Um, however, you know, He's got he's got 21 goals. I think a lot of that's a byproduct of who he plays with. However, look past that again. Um, I think the lightning probably feel with the loss of guys like Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, and to an extent, Goudreau, um, but Coleman specifically and Gord. There were those high energy players who could chip in offensively, had speed was and were kind of gritty. Um I think they view Brandon Hagel as that type of player, obviously he's scoring. So check. Uh, and then they feel like he could also play on that, like an energy line um, and do other things. And I think they, they realized they lost that whole third line that was so instrumental in winning, you know, the cups. Um, and I think they're trying to gain a little of that element back. Uh, so I think that was the driving force um, behind that deal. Um, and as I mentioned, you know, listen. I would hate to see it. Yeah, call it bitter. You know, they 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 beat miles twice in a row. Uh, but they're in a position where they could realistically win the cup for the third year in a row, which hasn't been done since my Islanders did it. So, um, for them, I mean, they're not they're not worried about the future right now. Yeah, they, they trade two firsts. Uh, you know, two younger players. But I think, uh, especially Radish, I don't think he's going to be what they maybe thought or hoped he'd be. So I don't know if that's a huge loss, but. Um, they're not concerned about the future. They they in their mind, they realistically have a window to win three cups in a row. Um, and that's what they're focused on. So uh, in that aspect, kudos to Brizwais. You know, he's 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 going for it. Um, winner's mentality, but in the long run, I don't think it was a good move. And I don't think Hagel will be as productive for Tampa Bay as he was Chicago, because I don't think Hegel's gonna play at Braden Point. Um, I mean, sure, they if they want to. If they want to give him every opportunity to keep scoring, maybe they do it. But um, I, I don't think he's going to be as productive. Philk, Brendan Hagel,
2: too much, way too much. You you gave you gave up, you gave up the equivalent of what two first rounders and two second rounders for. Uh, a a, a third, like a middle six player that's really unproven, that's, he's shooting at a high percentage too. So his production more than likely, like Anthony said, is not sustainable on Tampa's bottom two lines. And then really, it depends on who he's playing with. Do they put him with Point? I highly doubt it. Point's going to play with Palat and Kucherov. That's going to be that line. Could he play with Stamkos and Sorelli? possibly but why would you do that i mean you're you're bringing him in for depth they need bottom six depth so more than likely he's not going to continue to do it. if that trade does not work out they do not win the cup this year that is what amonte and amonte for noonan uh, amonte for noonan and Mato would have looked like in 94 if the rangers did not win the cup in 94 that's what that would have looked like. That's how bad this has the potential to be. So Brisbois is taking a big, big gamble. It's like the equivalent of being in a hand in Texas Hold'em and going all in on the turn, or actually all in on the flop, trying to chase a runner-runner straight flush draw. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's about what a one percenter. was doing, and, and and I get it. You've got the best goaltender in the world. You've got a really good defense, and you've got some kind of players. On front. But that much for Brandon Hagel. Uh, well,
0: I'm gonna change a little bit of gears. We know about Ben Chirac going, but I still think this move right here. That's so somebody try to convince me why the Calgary Flames aren't going to win the west.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> I got I got uh, Get I, I mean, it done. If I'm I guess if I'm trying to make a reach here, um you know, I don't I don't like their overall makeup of their 6D. Um, I guess that's the one area where I can kind of nitpick, but um, that they
0: could possibly get back Mark Giordano.
1: I mean, boy, they got they got you know one of the best goalies in the league this year, um, Jacob Markstrom, uh, and then they could score. I mean, you got Lindholm, Gaudreau, uh, Kachuk, Majiapani. Um, you know, they're they're getting they're getting offense, uh, and that's not even including Monahan if he can ever kind of step up his game. Um, you know, and then you added Toffoli to the mix. Jan Croak, who is not a slouch offensively himself, but you know, also play, plays a really good defensive game, um, you know they they really they really got it all. So it's hard for me not to convince you of that, Mark. But I really like this trade for Calgary. I, I really do, Phil. This is
0: like Ace King suited pre flop, and they're just shoving all their chips in. Yes, can they lose and miss the hand? Like you said, they got to get it done. And
2: it's just I, I'm looking at this and going. They're pushing it all in. It, the depth is good. Monahan is really one of the biggest pieces for me in this whole thing because uh, Calgary needs good center depth, and Sean Monaghan has not played like Sean Monaghan in about three years now. And that's the biggest thing. Johnny Gaudreau also has kind of a reputation for disappearing on playoff time. Yes. Um, so that's another thing. Can their offense get it done? I mean, they it, the difference now with Calgary as opposed to the last few years or so is that they don't have to rely on their offense. They play a real tough game now, and it's real stout defensively, and that's going to make them a tough out for any team in the West, whether it's Colorado, whether it ends up being Vegas, Dallas makes it, Vancouver, whoever the hell they have to play is going to be in for a long series. And Jacob Markstrom being in net makes the big difference because that – their goaltending has been suspect for years. So they've addressed defense. They've addressed goaltending. And could could I see Calgary look to reacquire Mark Giordano? Yeah, I actually could. I, I think it's very possible. Um, I would rather the Rangers beat them to the punch, but um, it, it, it's possible. And I, I'm pretty sure if Giordano is traded, that'd probably be at the top of the list of places that he'd probably like to go if uh, if he's dealt. So yeah, um, Toffoli's been really good for them as well. Um, he had scoring and playoff experience, but I, I, I still do worry about the offense from them uh, come playoff time. And like I said, because everything everything goes around Johnny Gaudreau. If Johnny Gaudreau shifts the bed in the playoffs, that team's screwed. So we're gonna go with uh, one more piece of
0: news that I broke down at the beginning of this, and then I'm gonna ask one question to you guys, and we're gonna wrap up the trade deadline discussion. Guys, Robin Leonard being out, uh, possibly for the season. Uh, How does that change the goalie market? Marc-Andre Fleury, you think he could go back there? Is it Simeon Varlamov, the guy that's going to go over there? I kind of made the joke about that originally. Uh, Could could they actually have any interest in Alexander Georgiev for real? And he's still on the trade deadline moves. I have no idea how. But Phil, start this one.
2: Well, Frank Saravalli just did his podcast, I think it was yesterday, and um, he mentioned that the Rangers are actively trying to move Alexander Georgiev um, for Vegas. This also happened. Yes. Yeah, so that's not good either. Um, I think that that was actually Thursday night. Yeah, so they they could end up uh, missing the playoffs That's not good for Vegas. Um, Leonard, just a lot of things that are happening at the wrong time for this team. And I don't know if they, I I don't know if Vegas burned their bridge with Marc-Andre Fleury. I I think he always knew that it was going to come to a point where he was going to be the one moved. And it was at the end of his career anyway. Um, Is it possible that he ends up going back there? Maybe. I I don't know if Seminvar Lamov moves the needle for them, though. I really don't. I I, I still think Mark Andre Flurry is a better goaltender for them uh, at this point than Samuel Varlamov. And I, I honestly, I don't know if there's anything that can help that. Now they're in a free fall. They are in a free fall, and they're losing guys. Mark Stone's not coming back anytime soon. Jack Eichel's now hurt. Um, yeah, it, it, things are things are looking real bad in Vegas.
0: Anthony, Simeon Varlamov, can he be another dest- another former Islander destined to go to Vegas?
1: Um, I get what Phil's saying about Varlamov not moving the needle for him. But right now, their goaltenders are Logan Thompson and Lauren Persat, whose save percentages are both sub-nine. So Simeon Varlamov, if Leonard out for the whole season, Simeon Varlamov is a huge upgrade over those two guys. That so, goes
2: without saying, but you're, you're missing the point, though you think Semyon Varlamov is going to carry a free-falling team to the playoffs? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting at.
1: They still, yeah, I mean, they're struggling. But, I mean, they are talented enough still, even with their injuries, at So and Riley Smith, um, that I, I think, you know, they can hold on and make the playoffs. But um, the, it really comes down to whether or not Vegas' is desire to being in the spot they're in do they still kind of want to go "quote unquote" all in, despite everything and how they're playing right now, um, and try to really force some ways in the playoffs, or do they just let the chips fall where they fall and see if they could do it by by standing patent? if they miss, they miss. However, their mo ever since they came into the league and had that success is they've always been a team that they go for it regardless of the situation. Um, you know, they've if you look at their history, they have traded pretty much every first round pick they have t- they, they, Cody Glass Suzuki Branstrom um, uh, Pey- Peyton Krebs they literally have traded majority of the guys they've picked in the first round to get that name player or or to you know get that impact player. so and if they, they didn't pick, trade
0: the first round pick they
2: traded the first round pick
1: yes 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 Here's
2: a crucial piece of context that we're leaving out here. Who's the Islander starting goaltender right now?
1: The thriller Helius Sorokin. Sorokin. How do you expect
2: somebody that's a backup that's on the down line of the back nine of his career to come in and be the starter and help resurrect a free falling team in the standings in that type of playoff race in the West? Well, wrong. I, I don't think yeah. I get what you're saying. It's an yes that that goes without saying but w- do you realize how low the bar is set by saying it's an upgrade come on man like we're 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 talking about having a guy coming in like if if we were talking about Mark Andre Fleury okay mark andre fleury is having a respectable season with the dumpster fire in front of him that is the chicago blackhawks that in leading
0: a trophy winner
2: Miles an hour but you can't expect Varlamov to be the, the answer. I get it; he's proven, but I mean, he's not even having a great year, and he's the backup.
0: Now, I, I, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna close with a question, but I will only just close this topic off by saying this: He's the second best option on the market right now. That's the reason why I keep going back to him because it's, if it's not Fleury, and then it's Varlamov. I don't think your is number three. I keep looking at the, the trade bait boards. Who the hell knows who's number three at this point? Exactly. And the last goalie to make a difference at the trade deadline was, uh, Dwayne Rollison back in 2006 for the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, most of the guys that have made it on the trade deadline, the goalies are tough to get at the deadline and everybody keeps forgetting that one. So guys, we're going to have to put on our ridiculous hats. What is a bold move that you see and make a bold trade? Absolutely. Go nuts. One trade. Nobody's going to see coming. Anthony, I'm going to start with you.
1: Ooh, put me on the spot here. Um, Okay. I wish I was filk right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, bold move. Um I I have one. Go ahead, Phil.
2: Mark Andre Fleury to the Washington Capitals. Wow. Yeah, um, I think Washington might be a little uneasy with the idea of Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek as their two guys in the playoffs. Um, the question is, does Mark Andre Fleury wave to go to Washington? but um, I have a feeling he might have one little more competitive run in him. So he says yes, he goes, and he helped the Capitals in the first round. So um, I don't know if the Capitals go far beyond that, but um, he could help them win a playoff round.
0: Anthony, you got one yet? (laughs) No, you go, Mark. (laughs) All right. I've been trying to think of different ones. Hampus Lindholm to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but I'm gonna go with this one. This is my crazy move. First off, by the way, Claude Giroux accepts the trade to go to the Florida Panthers. Sunday conversations do not go or do not go as expected, and the Colorado Avalanche acquire Philip Forsberg. And there is my bold prediction. So, wow. Okay.
2: Um,
0: because Colorado wants to go big game hunting. And if they lose out on Giroux, they're gonna pivot, and which is what Ross always says on uh, on on Friends. So pivot, but they'll <laughs> go right to For, uh,
1: Forsberg. All right, I got it. Nice. Um, so Dave at the fourth period, uh, has Tyler Bertuzzi on his you know list of whatever thirty players that could get traded. Um, second, second in Detroit in points, having actually a really good year despite not being on the play in Canada. Um, you know, I don't think he'll be moved, but he's on there for a reason. I'm going to say that the the Minnesota Wild Needs some more offensive firepower, uh, and they add Tyler Bertuzzi uh, to help Kirill the thrill out and give him some more os- offensive depth. Wow, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's got, but he's got a, a decent
0: contract, right? Yeah, he's he's got like yeah, he's, five he's and Yeah, he's he's signed. He's signed for a while. That's amazing. Cause I didn't you know. I, I he's he's one of those guys that look at every single year and think, geez, he, he could help out my team. But uh instead Yeah got you
2: know, one year after this, and then he hits unrestricted free agency, but he's only making four point seven five million.
0: Wow, that's that's great. Not a that, lot that is that is, that is great. By the way, what do you guys think? You guys have some bold predictions of the playoffs? We uh, or the the trade dental, I should say. Uh, we had the Philip Forsberg to the Rangers, and and that's I could see Dolan making the Rangers do that this week. So you got any other predictions? Throw it down in the comments below. and of course, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Guys, we're gonna do some bar talk and then get right back to trade talk.
1: I'm going to take a shot on this one. You're going to
2: see beer.
0: I'm buying everybody around on this. Oh, my God. Guys, welcome back to Big Apple Hockey Bar Talk, where we gauge our confidence on NHL topics based on our choice of drink. Are you so confident? You're buying everybody around. You're you're really not that confident. You just want a shot. Or... Just because I'll take a beer. Why not? What the hell? So and I got John back in. But uh Phil, we're gonna start with you. Right, as soon as actually, you know it, I'll wait.
1: <laughs> you can start with me.
0: Uh, I can always start with you. All right, yeah. The New York Islanders will not move
1: anyone whose last name begins with a B. Uh you know, beer. Um, you know, you're you're putting up on a tee for me here with uh, you know Bailey Bavillier Some guys that have been, you know, in the rumor, mix in the rumor mill. Um, you know, they're they're an intriguing team. Um, you know, I, I, a couple of weeks back in his thirty-two in his thirty-two thoughts, Friedman said that he, one. He's one quoted executive said that teams are petrified and, and admitting if they're talking to Lou about anything. So, um, you know, I don't know. Um, I think. Cal Clutterbuck's getting a lot of interest around the league just because the style of games he plays he's um, gone. and yeah I, I think I think he might be gone. He's perfect for a playoff team. Um, so I could see him going. Um, I'm still I'm, despite our last discussion, I still am on the fence about Verlamov. I think that can go either way. Um, Bovillier that'd be more of a hockey deal um, and Lou could do it you know he could easily make a hockey trade with somebody involving Bovillier. Um, and then Bailey, there has been some discussion about him, but my gut says that he doesn't move either, maybe in the off season. So um, I'll go beer. But uh, I will say, if I had to predict right now, I'd say Cal Clutterbuck uh, will probably be an ex islander by 3 p.m. on Monday. Phil, I definitely do not see anybody trading for Cal Clutterbuck uh,
2: unless the Islanders are retaining on that, and I don't even know. They always
0: going. will take bottom six for
2: uh, bottom six forwards. Cal Those Clutterbuck. Himself, he's he's just trash at this point, straight trash. But um, I uh, I'm gonna say beer to this, um, because I, again, I don't know who deals for Josh Bailey. Uh, I I I hear the arguments about oh, well his playoff numbers are good, okay. Well, who've his playoff numbers come playing with? You know, well, and it's only been in two post seasons, so uh, I'm not buying Josh Bailey as a difference maker. Um, I think a hockey trade for Anthony Beauvillier would be far more likely. And I don't even think that's likely. So I'm, I'm going to say beer. I'm bordering on shot on this, but I'm going to say beer. I'm going to
0: go beer. And the reason why is because I do think that yeah, Bailey could go somewhere. His contract kind of makes it a little bit more that it's going to be a draft day deal. So that's the way I'm just going to go with on that. Philk. We're going to channel our inner is, uh, Ilya Brzezguilov for a second. The New York Rangers will make a humongous, big, major
2: move at the deadline. Uh, I'm going to say beer. Uh, I'm bordering on shot. I don't see it happening. Um, I would like to see them do something crazy just because chaos would be fun. But, uh, <laughs> You know, like a Philip Forsberg out of nowhere or something like that would be ridiculous, but um, I don't see it happening, so I'm going to go with beer. Anthony.
1: Yeah, um, major, to me, the way you worded, kind of like example like Patrick Kane or something like that, I, I, don't, I don't think a move of that magnitude is going to happen. Um, I think they very well might add a Ricard Raquel, who Staple mentioned today, or, or Mark Giordano, um, those aren't major moves, but I, they're solid moves that I think would help the Rangers. Uh, but as far as this major move, I'm going to go shot.
0: And there he is right there. Now we actually got, since it's a two person thing, it's not, it's a three person thing. The shot glass isn't covering up folks face like it was the last couple weeks. Sometimes it matched the expression. I'm going to go shot too. uh, the reason why is because I just, I, I don't see that move that's that's going out there and i know they have ryan Strom as a pending ufa that's been talked about that that they could end up that they got to figure out what the contract situation was him ryan Strom is getting moved at the deadline no matter what uh somebody was mentioning that the other day and i'm like no it's not happening but yeah i mean i do have to say this and I only got 13 seconds to make this. If the Rangers re-sign Ryan Strom at six to a half million, you might as well trade away Kako and Lefrenier. <laughs> so, because what do you? They have no purpose on the team anymore. I'll go
2: jump off the bridge.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Alexander Ovechkin passing Yarmer Yager couldn't have come at a worse time. I'll start this one off and buy everybody around because I I don't think. It's, it's a little bit of current events, Anthony. And it's a little bit of, he has he's kind of not been talking as much, but you know what? It, it's, it's just, it, it sucks. But on the other hand, at least it happened in Washington. That was the one good thing that happened with this.
1: So I'll go to you, Anthony. I mean, I kind of get what you're referencing, but, but you know, shot. Um, okay. I think, uh, I, I, It was a great moment. Even came against my Islanders, and I I enjoyed the moment. How everyone came off the ice. um, You know the video of Yager afterwards, reminding him that he's not he's not officially retired, joking around to come back to the NHL. (laughs) Um, But no, listen, it's incredible accomplishment um, that we've been able to watch Ovi this long and see him become the third time leading scorer, goals, I should say. Um, Mm -hmm. Great moment. Uh, Good for Ovi. uh, Good for a long time. Capital fans, it's a it's a shot for me. Hopefully, he keeps climbing. All right, Phil.
2: I'm gonna say beer because I kind of get what you're getting, but uh, and, but again, keep politics the hell out of sports, please. For just yeah. keep pop. This guy enjoy his moment. He has nothing to do with what's going on over there. He has nothing to do with any of this. He's an incredible player. He's going to go down as probably a top 10 to 15 player of all time, depending on who you talk to. And and just let the guy enjoy his damn moment. Let him continue to chase Gretzky. And hopefully if he does end up breaking Gretzky's record, we don't have to worry about you know, what's going on over there and all the situation is resolved by them because that would be one of the biggest things for hockey, break Gretzky's record. It would, it would mean so much exposure for this one. And having something like that going on during all this and uh, just keep the pop out of sports, please.
0: Right. it's The, the NHLs and NHL fans are getting robbed of one of the best personalities in the game right now because of things that's happening. So, uh, again, it's just the reality of life, unfortunately. Guys. Oh, I never flashed that on Thursday, on Tuesday night. And by the way, he just went, he, he caught it like just back of uh, backhand, forehand, and then bar down. I mean, what chance did have had? The Toronto Maple Leafs. No, that, oh, that
2: was the, the, the shot, the shot off the face-off.
0: Yeah, the shot off the face-off. He caught the puck and then he went, he quickly got out to his forehand and then bar down. Oh, I thought you were
2: talking about like a net mouth goal. I was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it was no, great. It was- All right. But going
0: back to this, the Toronto Maple Leafs will fall to a wild card spot. And that's a good thing. Anthony.
1: Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say shot. I think they, I think they fend off Boston. They, they finish third and in, in the Atlantic um, and it, I don't also think it would be a terrible thing if they fell to a wild card spot because, you know, that means they would they would draw the um, uh, I mean, likely the Panthers or or the Hurricanes in round in round one. And I think both those teams would would wax Toronto in a seven game series. Uh, honestly, I think I think t- if stands now Tampa Bay, the two three matchup, I think Tampa Bay would wax them, too. So um, I think you no, know, I think regardless of their situation, I think Toronto is in a I think Toronto's in a bad bad shape. Um, but I, I do think they, they stay in second in the Atlantic. All right, and Phil,
2: um, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna say shock here too. I I think Matthews is hot right now to let that happen. They still have the big four. I still think they're gonna go make a move. And I think that's gonna help. I don't I, I don't know about goaltending. I don't know if the goaltending's gonna help. <sighs> I, I I hate to say Alexander Georgiev to the rescue, but I mean if Toronto doesn't want to give up a lot for a goaltender, there would be the guy. Um, I I don't think I, I I think he could help as a starter somewhere and he would be an upgrade. Um, he could also be one of those tandem type guys. Um with Campbell, because Campbell's obviously hit a wall. Like his workload is just—it's too much. He can't handle the workload. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say about this.
0: I, I I phrase this question like this for a reason, and I'm still not sure because then they avoid Tampa. But then I'm not sure that Tampa's not gonna get the number one seed. I'm not sure who's gonna get the number one seed because it's a three dog fight for that right now. I'm going to say shot that it's a, that they're going to fall to the wild card. And then it's a good thing. I think they might fall to the wild card. Anyway, Boston's coming. Boston is coming. And it's not a good thing because I mean, out of all the teams, I I kind of view the weakest out of the, the, the top tier teams. It's Carolina. What is the move that Carolina makes at the deadline?
1: They're going to do something. I think they're going to do something. I I don't, I don't know what that is. Um, But I think they're gonna make a move. Yeah. You want a, you
2: want a ball for...
1: Oh, here we go. go for... And
2: hurricanes.
0: That one makes more sense to me.
1: You know, uh, Dreger tweeted earlier about that there with the Predators that um, there's been like a little bit of like positive movement with the talks between Forsberg and Nashville. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's I, being that they're in a playoff spot and everything. I don't think. He's going to be traded. I think he's going to stay with Nashville through the deadline. But it would be it would make for some excitement and something to talk about if he was moved. But I don't I don't think he's going to be moved.
0: I I know this. He wants to stay in Nashville. Yeah,
1: that's what Pat Pagnota said too. Also, that both both sides do have a desire to make it work. Um, but you know, and you knows?
0: know, there's a different reason for that too. That I can't help but want this to happen, and that's. We, we talk about players and loyalties to franchises and and such and sometimes the franchise is loyalty to players too but and then it's a business blah 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 but i mean uh forsberg has been a a panther now since i, I think the 2014 panther, season, wasn't was predator oh, that's what sorry that's what I meant to say thank you uh, <laughs> you know him and <laughs> Justin, him and Justin Huberdo, but it's just, <laughs> just- Justin Huberto, um, but it's it's one of those, I, I'd love to see one guy just stick with the franchise forever, and just you know, go through their goods, they go through their bads, and like Joe Pavelski when he went to the, the Stanley Cup Finals with the Sharks, and it's, it, 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 it's great that he's playing on his second team right now, but it's just kind of would like that, I gotta be staying. Guys, last topic, and then we're going to talk about some more stuff. The Vancouver Canucks will make the playoffs. I'm rooting for them, uh, but unfortunately, it's just the beer. I'm going to flash the standings on that in a second. And the reason why for that, obviously, the reason to root for them, man, Bruce Boudreaux is such a... <laughs> everybody loves Bruce Boudreaux. But you look at those numbers, Vegas has one more game than Vancouver. Dallas has played two games less than Vancouver. And Vancouver is third in those points. So, Philk, go to you. Vancouver, can they make the playoffs?
2: I want to buy around, but I can't because I think Dallas is going to take that last spot. I think Mira Haskin is going to come back. I think the way that Robertson, Pavelski, and Hintz are all playing right now is just too much. Um, I, I, I just think that Dallas is a better defensive team. I, I like... Thatcher Demko more than either like either of Dallas' goaltenders, but I, I just don't know if it's enough in Vancouver. I really don't. So uh, I'm, I'm going to say Beer, but
1: I think Anthony, Dallas- uh, like like Philk. I I want to go round. I'm rooting for him. Um, the three points out, so definitely entirely possible. Um, but yeah, I I, I think. I think I like – I think I like Dallas more than I like Vancouver for reasons he stated. Um, I mean, Jason Robertson's playing great, uh, hence um, Pavelski defying, you know, aging. Uh, still producing the way he's playing. And can you imagine if Sagan and Ben can turn back the clock and, like, actually play good hockey? I mean, that would probably seal the deal for the Stars. But um, – yeah, I I I think Dallas gun to my head is gonna squeeze in, but I, I would really like to see Vancouver. I, I like a lot of their players. I like Quinn Hughes a lot. Um, I like Brock Besser. I love Elias Pettersson and Bo Horvat, um, and I like Bruce Boudreau. Uh, so you know, I hope they get in, but I'm going beer instead of uh, going with my heart and saying round. I always go back to that first 24 seven for.
0: Uh HBO when Bruce Bootdrive cursed storm. Oh god, he was cursing up the blue streak. But the thing is, he was really the star that they made out of that show. <laughs> I know that they were trying to promote Sidney Crosby yeah. and Alexander Ovechkin, but man, everybody loved Boudreau. Bruce drive that.
2: Yeah, it's just, and it's funny because it looks like the happiest, nicest old little man, but he's <laughs> got like the worst help on him in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which is great,
0: and it's great because when he was on NHL Network, mm, (laughs) none of that. Um, But yeah, you you can't help but root for this team, especially the fact that I think all of us we at the beginning of the year we would have thought Travis Green would still have this job right right now, and uh, but this is what a great coach does. He took that that roster that uh, uh, Jim Benning put together, and now. Look! Look at it. it's completely reshaped. And Jim Rutherford, I want to be surprised if they make a move to try to improve their team either. They got thirty six hours to do it.
2: I so, was about to be surprised Rutherford hasn't because he's usually the early bird special before the trade deadline. Like other
1: yeah,
0: like so, he's done that a lot.
1: Da, so uh, Darren, um, Darren Dreger just tweeted a little bit ago. He said trade talks in Anaheim have intensified around Hampus Lindholm. As always, leave room for a surprise club to land him, but the St. Louis Blues and Boston remain prime contenders. Oh, the
2: St. Louis Blues getting Hampus Lindholm would yeah. be the replacement that they have been looking for Alex Petrangelo yeah. for, what, two seasons now? Oh. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah. I mean, Torrey Krug Ooh. hasn't been that. But by the way, we're going to go right back to that right now. But first, let's close this out. Guys, what do you think? Uh, Vancouver Canucks are going to make the playoffs in this situation. Toronto Maple Leafs fall into a wild card. Humongous big move for the New York Rangers and the Islanders, moving a player whose name begins with a B. So, and one last thing, should anybody
2: in the NHL change their name to Justin so that Mark can't screw up their names? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because they need, you, need a, you need a Bodie or a, a Brody or a Marty. They, they, they all got to get in there oh <laughs> hey leo how you doing Hi leo hey z yeah, no. i'll be probably see you this week and i'm gonna be going to arizona for my parents 50th wedding anniversary oh nice yeah i mean i can't can't get 50 days with the same girl but i can <laughs> or, or 50 minutes at times but it's just like you know they, they're making it 50 years how long you married anthony
1: um, will be seven years in August.
0: I was at that. Right. Wow, first off, good for you. Yeah, Thanks. uh, I, th- I thought Mark was Justin Williams this entire time. <laughs> no, no, um, Justin Williams ruined my last name for, for two weeks. Thank you very much. Um, I would have
2: ruined it long. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's not good
0: I was about to highlight that Jeez. one
2: too That's a low blow, Dave That's a low blow <laughs> Man, I, I'm rough on him But holy crap, that was bad Oh, please, <laughs> that one was a layup <laughs> I mean, you did walk into it but Oh, of course, yeah No, yeah. not that you just walk into it you, you were like the birds in the Windex commercial Where you flew into the glass door That you couldn't see
0: how about this one look at course justin laviolette La wow he
2: first try <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah sometimes I, no sometimes i move the l around
2: laviolette laviolette it's an easy name yeah um Ooh, okay um, Leo is here, Leonardo. I, I'm gonna call you Leonardo just because I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan, but
1: no, nothing.
2: Uh, guy. uh, I I was always a Michelangelo guy, but um, everybody yeah, loves Michelangelo. Le, Le, Leonardo is uh, definitely uh where we're gonna go because Leonardo is awesome. But um, hearing from a friend that are that the Rangers are finalizing to get Radulov, and heard that it's Gauthier in a pick. Um, I, I I'm not gonna try to slam you, Leo. I I don't know, I don't know the reliability, so I don't want to uh, say anything there. But um, I, I mean, I hope that's right. That would be awesome. So,
0: I I'm reading this one. Edmonton Oilers are reportedly. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, uh, never mind. It's all a spoof thing. Uh, was Edmonton Oilers were uh, reportedly interested in Greg McKeg. <laughs> but they're holding out for a franchise center.
2: <laughs> How did you not think that was true? Well, I started.
0: I started out with that, but
2: oh my god, Mark! I was a Raphael guy, now just a Paul Heyman guy. We're all Paulie, <laughs> Justin Rattalo. Yeah, that that'd be an yeah. interesting name for. A have heard not heard one that one hearing jury is really going. All right, yeah, it, yeah Az, you're gonna have to reword that. Are you, are you hearing that they're going for Giordano? Is that what you're saying there? Sorry, but what just... is too
0: much to pay for Giordano?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who? Oh, this is a good one from Grant. Who is the dangerous prospect that will be willing to trade for a rental? I, I, I probably be. I'd be willing to move Vitalik Kravtsov if it's a high end rental. Um, if it's lower end, I, I'd rather. Cap that at Matthew Robertson. I I don't want to move Matthew Robertson necessarily, but that's like the 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 most I would you know. Glory Pai, and Drury not going to overpay for
0: rentals. Yeah, that's that is true. Um, I think they have a amount of draft, a good amount of draft picks. So I wouldn't be surprised if draft picks are what's the center of that. Yeah. Team that we got with this, oh, Anthony. What sorry. would be.
1: Uh, as we're sure. going through
0: some questions, if yeah. let, let's let's make you Lou again. Let's pretend it's an honest press conference. Oh, big Lou! Yeah. Uh, so, what is your strategy then for next week for the for the next two days?
1: Um, you know, I I think I think for again the Islanders don't really have many rentals to sell. Like you know, Chara. Surprisingly enough, there's been a lot of interest in, but um, Chara at this point in his career, he's ready to a cup. Um, unless he specifically tells Lou he wants to chase another one, he's gonna stay. Um, Chara picked the Islanders for a reason. It's close enough to where he's still somewhat close to, his, you know, quickly go see his family who are still in Boston. So um, I don't know if Chara um, wants to go anywhere because of that. Then um, again, you know, Andy Green, but I don't know how much interest in him there is. Uh, they said yesterday Zach Parise said he wants to stay with the Islanders. How much he's enjoying it. Again. Um, you know, I don't know if he would – it would be up to him. I don't think he even wants – I don't think he wants to move right now. So, um, again, it might make might make Lou's job easy in the fact that a lot of his rentals, <clears throat> you know, either A, there's not much interest in or they want to stay. Um, so that really leaves Clutterbuck. And, you know, I know – you know, I, I share some of the the sentiments Phil has on him, but despite that, um, there's still a significant amount of teams who are interested in him. And um, you know, if, if if Lou gets the right offer, you got to move him. So, yeah, if I'm Lou. Basically, just kind of you know, if teams come calling on my players, if they offer enough to entice him, then pull the trigger. So he doesn't he doesn't have to do anything really. He 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 can he can not do a damn thing on Monday. Yeah. He doesn't have to do anything. There's this no one...
2: here was what I was gonna say. <clears throat> he literally can just. Sit back and let people come to him,
1: yeah. Pretty um, much, I, um,
2: I I wouldn't go crazy if I'm low at this point. Um, I mean, unless somebody you know gives you an offer to overpay on Josh Bailey, because we've seen a bunch of stupid general managers come out. Um, <coughs> I, beat I think Josh Bailey's best chance to move is actually at the, at the draft, yeah, just because his, he's got term on his deal and he's he's got sick. He, I mean, it's not a small contract, but it's not a large one. I'd say it's a significant contract, if you want to call it that. I mean, we're, we're going to really – Significant it. for a guy with three goals of the season. Yeah, it's just too I, – I think it's too much for a guy that gives you the type of production that he's given you. So um, I'm not sure if he's moved right now. Maybe, like you said, in the offseason. But, um, Lou, sit back. Let, let people come to me. This is a good one, though, because uh, I was talking about this on Twitter the other day. Um John Potvan uh just uh unexpectedly passed away out of nowhere. Rest in peace. Mm. Um and I I didn't hear the chant because you know obviously Mark, you knew my situation, but um if if there were any potfan sucks chants on Thursday night, then that's completely disrespectful. Um I think it's time for this chant to finally be killed. And it, it, I know it's like the boomer generation says, no, we love this it's tradition. Then it's like the millennials and Gen, Gen Z or whatever you want to call them. Um, they're like, no, what? well, get rid of it. And then there are people in the middle. It, it, it's enough. It should have been retired when he retired. Um, it, it's, it's stupid.
0: It, it- um, I'm oh. not for retiring the chant. I'll, I'll go with that one. Yes, yeah, so I understand everything you just said. And, and just to just to say it for the fans that did say, because I know Core is saying that sadly, he heard it, they weren't saying Jean Potvin. It and
1: doesn't even matter. Dennis
0: Potvin goes, they're still going to do it.
1: It doesn't matter, though. Potvin's his brother. I mean, regardless if they didn't say Jean Potvin, that's irrelevant.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, they've you know, gone one day without doing it. Dennis's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis's brother. Uh, you know, trust me, you, you have so many simpsons quotes movie quotes and sports statistics you're gonna end up saying justin every now and again um i it's just yes it it can be changed it's been changed once uh if it was for mike keenan when they decided to do keenan sucks but no it's um i i i I, that's the only reason why i just say you, you don't have to change it but is it time for the change? Yeah, it could change. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Wouldn't be against Wilson sucks, but I and mean, basically he's or the same change,
2: thing. You could change it to the name of the team that's playing them sucks. I don't know. It's single anybody yeah. else, it's it's just stupid. Yeah, I know. Popin's embraced it, so yeah. But it's be done, done 15 million times against the Winnipeg Jets <laughs> on a Tuesday night. Like that, oh yeah,
0: but I still can't help but like doing night, it.
2: of the people that are chanting it don't even know who Dennis is anymore.
0: (laughs) It's not. First off, I'd still rather do Poppin' Sucks than yes, yes, yes.
2: The yes, yes, yes (laughs) is lame and it's fringe because they stole it from a WWE wrestler.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, look, and again, and they asked Poppin' about it. He goes, they're always saying Poppin' Cups. So it's. Yeah, yeah, my cousin says it's Poppins cups. There it is, Shepard.
2: So, um, and yeah, th- this right here is apples to oranges. If you if we didn't win the cup, you think the owl shit, it's apples to oranges. There's no reason to even bring that up. So, well, and by the way, the
0: also answer is
2: no, no, <laughs> We would have been it, it, we it still it, heard that in our sleep. The oranges situation, it's it just it's time to I'm on the I'm tired for 30, what 35 years almost now. 35 years. Give it a rest. Actually,
0: if it's worse, it's 40 years. No. It started in the 80s, early 80s. No, I'm saying Dennis retired in 87 or 88. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot that. Phil, did you see the one uh, regarding Patrick Nemeth?
2: Yeah, I I, I, I saw that question from uh, Grant. It's actually a good one. Um, Has he been better? Yes. Is he still bad? Yes.
0: Has he killed a goaltender I mean, recently?
2: No. No. I mean, that's, I guess, a good part. But it just... We're he, really he's he's not, you know, Yeah, we're setting the bar really low here. Um, I mean, he's played... He's definitely... There's a definitely a noticeably... A, a noticeable uptick in his play. So, I mean... So yeah, uh but again, I think some fans are, you know, and this kind of sums it up, better doesn't always mean good, but you know. I don't know. It just I, I think that we I think that we need to, to stop overrating players. I think this fan base has a tendency to do that with some
0: New York New York fan bases have a tendency to do that. I can't tell you how many Yankee prospects. I've known throughout the years. I thought Ricky Leday was going to be the greatest thing of all time.
2: <laughs> Ricky <laughs> Leday. Uh, I remember yeah. Jeffries was the next big thing, buddy. So, yeah. It yeah he
0: was, but by the way, he was at least the number one ranked prospect, according to uh baseball magazine that for two years, he was like Roberto Longo for as far as that went. And then he yeah. just
2: didn't and, mesh and in the what ended room. up and what ended up happening. Lots of stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. just a lot. Yeah.
0: I mean, at least it wasn't um, Scott Casmere changing the radio, from what I heard. Or the better story is uh, him buzzing the tower on Jeff Wilpon. So, yeah. Last Things Village, really... there's another one. All right. Last never mind. Never... David, never mind that one. How about Alex Escobar? Uh, Remember him? Philip Humber. Philip Humber. Philip Humber has got a perfect game to his record, at least. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, but what, what, what else? What else? What else can you say about his career off the top of your head?
0: He was traded for Johan Santana.
2: What else can you say about his career off the top of your head? Uh uh exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> Damn it, he's got yeah. a perfect game. He was traded for Johan Santana. There we go. <laughs> There's two things. Generation K. uh Yeah, the best one that came out of Generation K was actually Bobby Jones. Um. Phil, answer this one, and we're gonna go. Yeah, you already clicked it. We're probably gonna go another ten minutes, guys, because it's um, we got we got a packed day for all of us. I I got I got some stuff I gotta do
2: too, so I'll probably yeah yeah.
0: We're we're rotating around our schedule right now to do what's best for the three of us. I mean, because the show works best when it's the three of us, and uh yeah yeah. So it's there's definitely a lot of things have been shifting. But yeah, I don't he, think Kyandrew Miller is Miller. overrated. I think he's rated where he should be.
2: uh, you know what? Actually, I shouldn't say overrated because he can't do any wrong, and if you do wrong, there are some people that will come out and try and say that you're racist against him, which <laughs> is stupid. Yeah, it's uh, I, just, I, I really have. Um, he has. Games here and there where he looks really good, but the majority of his games, you're just like, "What are you doing?" And I like he's oh, gotten converted from, you know, offense to defense at a at a later age in his life. He's only been playing defense for like five years, but Zach Jones converted around the same exact time, and Zach Jones is a better defender. And Zach Jones breathes the wrong way, and he's in Hartford. Keandre Miller goes out and makes. Anywhere from two to four egregiously bad mistakes per game, one or two of those that end up in the back of the net and still gets to play. So, uh, yeah. He, he, and you know what? And these people are going to say, oh, he's a pup. He's only going to get better. What if he doesn't like Brady Shea did?
0: Because yeah, what if he plateaued like Brady Shea?
2: said this about Brady Shea, and Brady Shea got worse. The- Shea has never
0: was never the same after that game, too, as as everybody always likes to remember. No, nobody likes to remember it. I'll say it. The Jean-Gabriel Pajot game. And um, I do. I, it's just he it, ever since then, it hasn't been the same. Ooh. Anthony, I want to go back to you on the other question. Who was an Islanders prospect that was highly touted that you just like? This guy isn't going to
1: go anywhere. Um, Justin Mapletoft, um, oh Justin, Justin Papineau, Justin, Papineau, um,
2: a St. Louis Blues draft. Yeah.
1: They, they traded in the Chris, I got him in, um, Chris Osgood deal. Um, let's see, Jason Krog. He won the Holby Baker award in the NCAA. Jason Krog ended up not doing, not doing really much anything. He did go um, to the Stanley
0: cup finals with the Anaheim.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Jeff Tambellini, uh, again, he was a Kings prospect. They got in a trade, but, uh, Bang, there's your guy. There are high, there were high hopes for Rob, him.
2: Robert, Robert Nilsson.
1: Yeah. Robert Nilsson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But Robert Nilsson turned
0: into Ryan Smith. So the Rangers yep. still got nothing out of um, Hugh Jessamine.
1: Pateri, Pateri, Noka their first round pick in 2004, um, you know, so they, Ryan O'Mara, who was also in the uh, Ryan Smith trade, uh, he was a first-round pick. Uh, didn't really amount to much. Ryan so Strom, has got that one. There's been a bunch of them. But I'm going to go,
0: and, and let me just say this. Yeah, Brady Shea's been playing better, but he plateaued, and he still is notorious for giveaways. He's just. He's just got
2: so many giveaways. Uh, Brady Shea also isn't playing 25 minutes a night. He's playing yeah. 21, and he's behind um, Slavin and Pesci for that. And the only reason why he's even playing 21 is because D'Angelo is a dumpster fire in his own zone.
0: And, yeah, the next time he backchecks, will be the first. That's what I always say. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Anthony, you got any good bet recommendations?
1: Um... No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bet on anything today. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah, but, um, um, I get out. So,
2: yeah. And <laughs> yeah. off. I got some things I got to take care of today. All right.
0: So yeah, we are going to cut this one short, guys. Sorry. Um, usually, you know, we like to do at least two hours, but I, I might also just. Ha- I might have to take a nap. I'm going to be working tonight, so. Uh, and tomorrow, oh, my God, tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Wanshaw St. Patrick's Day Parade. They're expecting um, 60,000 people in Wanshaw. So I can't wait to walk in a bar at 7 o'clock at night because everybody's going to be sober.
1: So. Mm. So, uh, so Kevin Weeks, four minutes ago, from from what I told, the Florida Panthers have improved their offer to the Flyers' for potential Giroux deal, especially given the return for Hagel. Yet it's not quite enough yet to consummate a deal, so looks like is they're, that. They're are still they starting? They're not gonna possibly
0: get rid of uh, gotta hope I got his name right, Denisenko.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's it's it's possible. Yeah, he could he could be on the table. Um, <laughs> first, the by, thing, by the way,
0: Dave, if everybody's drunk, they're not always tipping, and second, um, yes, with, core, definitely avoid one
1: attached Giroux was to Philly. You gotta wonder though, for whoever, whoever trades for him, is he is he simply just gonna take his ball and sign back in Philly in the in the off season? I and don't know.
2: Saying that uh the Jets are starting to embrace to sell. Wow. Yeah. You know I uh, but yeah
0: I actually just exited out of that. So oh, that's a cute
2: i'm out though boys all, all right.
0: right yeah we're all gonna we're we're gonna cut it short right here guys so again everybody thank you very much for joining us we're we're like i said our, sh- our schedule shifting around we're gonna be getting um we're gonna be getting to some different days soon and we're gonna try to figure out when the best time is to do this for us but always thank you guys for joining us and i'll see most of you on monday anthony you gonna join me on monday i might be able to yes Yeah. All right. Thank you. Cause you know, I, you know, I'm not sure if I could do the filk and be on for five hours by myself.
2: (laughs) All right. So guys, thank you very much. Take it easy.
1: Take care.